Hello and welcome to season two of Says Who. Uh, let me introduce my guest today, it's Tim Simic, who is an actor, director, producer, improv performer, and improv instructor. He is originally from Texas, and he is also the founder and director of the award-winning comedy improv troupe, Slow Children at Play. The group just completed its 20th season of shows in North Hollywood. Hello and welcome. Hi, thank you for having me. Ah, thank you for coming in. Absolutely. So I'm going to start this the way I start everything, which is uh, a question that actors are very used to getting. Tell me a little about yourself. Oh yes, one of my faves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the intro said, I'm from Texas, originally South Texas. I uh, grew up on a farm. My dad uh, grew cotton and grain, so I did all the good farm boy stuff, um, picking cotton and all that kind of stuff. Um, Spent most of my years in Austin prior to coming to LA. I moved here in '96. I um, I don't know. It is. It's one of those questions where it's like, I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm uh, the youngest, only boy of a family of three. I have two older sisters, many, many cousins on both sides. Uh, love cats. We have three cats. Um, and I can do the jumble in the newspaper in usually less than 20 seconds. Wow, well, that's pretty <clears throat> impressive. Yes. It's. So. <laughs> <laughs> in, some, in some cases, I guess, somewhere it is. Yeah. I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, so you grew up small town, Texas. Small town, uh, about 1,500. So when did the acting bug bite, did, did the acting bug bite you? It did. When did, did that happen? Did that happen while you were in Texas, while you were in school? Oh yeah, when I was a kid. I mean, I used to mimic stuff off TV. I did impressions. Um, it was very early on, you know, because both of my sisters are much older than me. So by the time I was nine, I was kind of an only child. They were both out in the house going to college. And uh, so I had to find some way to entertain myself being 10 miles outside of the city. So all my yeah. friends were like, way over there and I was over here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I became an actor. So you became an actor to entertain yourself yes, and then went, hey, I could entertain others. <laughs> yes, I could do it. Here's my cats and dogs, I'll entertain them. <laughs> so was it something, uh, obviously you started very young, but was it something that you kind of knew you were going to go into or did you think you know, it's a great hobby but I'm going to do something else? Yeah, I didn't know that I was going to really go into it. It was one of those things that was, I knew was a passion. Um, uh, you know, it, you know, entertaining family during the holidays. Like, here, let me show you my magic tricks. Let me show you this kind of stuff. But it was a thing like it was fun to do. But I followed sort of the path of the family direction of, you know, get a job or, uh, during the summer and then go to college, get a job again. That was sort of my thing. So it was one of those things where it finally unfolded itself probably like five, six years after I went to college. And it was one of those things where, yeah, this is, um, this is what I, I need to do. Nice. Yeah. I find it interesting that you say, this is what I need to do. I find that uh, actors often, it's the passion. So even if they think they're going to get away with not being an actor, it yeah. sort of keeps calling to them until they it does. come yeah. to it. Yes, absolutely. So you, uh, you were in, uh, in Texas mm -hmm. and you said, this, this, this is for me, I'm going to be an actor. Yeah. You started working in Austin? Uh, as an actor, yes, I did. Uh, I was uh, working for an insurance company full-time and hated it. <clears throat> so uh, it was one of those things where, and this is funny, uh, my, um, <laughs> my ex-wife was in a play and I went and saw her. <laughs> and I was dating someone already at the time and she was doing the seven-year itch. Oh. Um, 
And I can't describe what happened, but I saw her on stage, and it's like, I want to be doing that. So I checked out some acting classes, uh, found a really great actor mentor who I'm still friends with today. We're, we still talk. Uh, started taking classes with her, and she encouraged me to get some headshots and do one thing after another, and then here I am. That's how it started. Nice. Yeah. So uh, you're acting in, in Austin, and was it the move to Los Angeles? Was that definitely motivated by acting work, or did you move to Los Angeles for other reasons? Um, it was for acting work. I'd reached a sort of a peak in Austin, and it was like, okay, this is I'm going to reach a certain level. And then my acting mentor, and I had some industry people, a couple of directors that were friends, said. You've got to go. You know, it's time for you to go, and and it it, it was a, a hard decision. But I, I can still remember the time sitting in my apartment, looking around, and thinking, "Hmm, I better try it," because I don't want to look back twenty years from now and say, "You know, I wish I wish had I'd done, done that." that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. So it was it was really sort of the seed was planted, and and I had to do it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you you got to LA, got out of your car and became famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was exciting. it was that fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped for gas and there I was. Yeah. There's I'm, now I'm on TV. Hey, I know you. <laughs> uh, I find these it's always a winding road. But uh, was there ever a time in in the progression once you got to LA where you thought, wow, maybe I should have stayed in Austin? Or, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the first uh, three or four years. Wow. Uh, I was really moving back to Austin pretty much every year, at least five different times. <laughs> um, so, you know, and I knew coming out here, I was going to have to start over. But the one thing I had was my agent uh, in Austin uh, had moved here five years before I did. Nice. So I had an agent when I first landed, which was, was kind of a good thing. She actually uh, was repping Danny Trejo. She still reps him today. And so, yeah, it was one of those things where the quality of life was different here and you know missed friends and family and stuff I had a few friends here so it was a it was a shock to the system sure. so you know once I finally settled in I think it was when I finally started doing improv and, and started scap that had me in a more grounded state I think so I knew okay I'll I'll stay for stick a while it. yeah I'll stick, stick it, out. it out I'll stick for a while so, uh, so tell me a little bit about what prompted you to start the improv uh, company, uh, Slow Children at Play. Uh, yeah, it, um, it was just one of those things where I wanted to have an outlet and not wait for auditions. And so uh, gather some people together through a referral. We started meeting uh, every Tuesday in my apartment uh, near West Hollywood. So we would just get together for a couple hours every Tuesday, do some improv games, exercises. And we thought, okay, at some point maybe we'll rent a space and do a show. Uh, and then it sort of took a life of its own. Uh, that was in 90, March of 98. Uh, we did our first show in my backyard in Sherman Oaks. Uh, I moved to Sherman Oaks from West Hollywood and then we did a show late morning on a Sunday, October 25th <laughs> of 1998. And then from there we started kind of trying out different spaces and then I started auditioning people and then it became this thing that, yeah. I, that sort of guided. So I, I know that you died in the group. Yes, yeah, of course. So yes, you, I, 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 I recognize you. <laughs> you look familiar. <laughs> uh, so I know that uh, that you direct it, um, and obviously you're also the artistic director. Um, but you, at some point, um, started teaching as well. Mm -hmm. Was that uh, 
something you said, you know what, I'd, I really want to bring other people into this, or was it, did somebody approach you? I started teaching in Austin, actually, through okay. my actor, uh, my acting coach and mentor there, is the one that actually got me into improv. She said, I think you should go audition for comedy sports. And I had, at that time, had no inkling that I was going to ever do it. And then I went through a two-hour audition, I got in, and then after I started performing with them, she said, you know, I think I'd like you to maybe come teach an improv class once a month in my studio. Uh -huh. So, okay, I did, and so I started doing that, then I branched off and I was starting to teach uh, at Live Oak Theater, which is in Austin, and then uh, an agent in San Antonio, I started teaching her classes for her people there. And then that was it, I just started teaching, and then I moved out here, I sent a uh, letter proposal letter to Los Angeles Pierce College and it was it was and I also taught at University of Texas through their extension program so it was a timing thing here they had just lost their improv instructor we're looking for someone so again synchronicity hit and then I started teaching uh, February of 98 wow. in Los Angeles Pierce yeah nice yeah so what would you say uh, I mean obviously you've Sounds like you've been doing improv almost as long as you've been doing acting. Yeah, but yeah, I'd say thirty years. Yeah. Do you? What do you think? Um, how do those two combine, or do they influence each other? Uh, they complemented each other very well. Yeah. Uh, the improv gave me the confidence level in auditions, but also too on set when directors would say, "Hey, let's go off script. Let's." Uh, it's improvised this stuff and What's Eating Gilbert Grape was my first big speaking role and a lot of my scenes in there with Leonardo DiCaprio were improvised. Wow. And Lassa Hallstrom, director, kept everything we did. Oh, that's awesome. Which was, which was, yeah, yeah. Which was, was like, wow, it was like incredible. So, so having this, the improv skill in my back pocket was a lifesaver for me. So, and then and it is vice versa in terms of doing shows, as you well know, we can incorporate our acting skills there too. Definitely. Well, speaking of incorporating skills, <laughs> we are ready to move on to the lightning round. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. okay. Pressure. <laughs> Pressure. Well, Tim, welcome to the lightning round. I'm excited. <laughs> what movie do you watch over and over? Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. What is your favorite genre of film? Wow, uh, that's a tough one. I, I would say um, thriller. What book are you reading right now? Uh, Tina Fey's book, uh, Bossy Pants. What book do you want to read next? It's a book about Tesla. Binge watch or one show at a time? Uh, both. What show are you watching right now? Oh, um, starting to watch the Kaminsky Method. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or all of the above? All of them. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Beer or wine? Wine. What is your favorite thing about yourself? Uh, sense of humor. What is your least favorite thing about yourself? Uh, anal retentive at times. Do you have a tattoo? No. If you had a tattoo, what would it be of? Probably a cat. What is the best gift you've ever received? Uh, my wife. What is the best gift you've ever given? Wow. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, boy, God, I gotta think about this one. Um, I think my uh, the best gift, <laughs> if you can call it a gift, uh, engagement ring to my wife. Nice. What is your favorite board game? Monopoly. What country do you want to visit? Spain. What is the last country you visited? 
Uh, Scotland. What country would you like to go back to? Scotland. <laughs> what is your favorite article of clothing? Oh, uh, hoodies. Do you have a hobby? I do. And what is it? Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought I could just get away by saying yes. Um, uh, coin collecting. Oh, no, oh, excuse me. Hobby is uh, watch collecting. What uh, is the best way for you to de-stress? Meditation. What is something that would surprise people to know about you? Uh, that I used to pick cotton. Well, were you named after someone? No. Do you have a day job? Uh, I freelance, yes. And what do you freelance doing? I sub-teach. What makes you laugh no matter what? Uh, my wife. What life lesson do you wish, do you wish everyone could learn? <sighs> just to be happy and kind. What advice would you give an actor who's just starting out? Uh, be patient and trust yourself. What is the best piece of acting advice you've been given? Play more. What is the worst piece of acting advice you've ever been given? <laughs> um, I think the worst was don't screw up. Who is your actor crush? Paul Newman. What actor would you like to grab a beer with? Grab a beer with? Mm -hmm. uh, Gene Hackman. What's the favorite, what's your favorite credit on your resume? Uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? What uh, director would you like to work with? I would love to work with Rob Reiner. If someone wrote the perfect part for you, what would it be? Uh, I think it would be someone uh, that had gone through a lot of trials and tribulations but then was able to take that and channel it into good for people. What music or band are you listening to right now? Daughtry. What is your favorite genre of music? Oh God, uh, rock. What's your secret talent? <laughs> secret talent, I think I mentioned it earlier, was doing the, uh, the jumble in the newspaper less than 20 seconds. What does creativity mean to you? Uh, it means freedom and expression. What would you call your autobiography? Um, who's that guy? <laughs> okay, they are adapting. Who's that guy? The Tim Simic story. Would it be television or film? Indie film. And who would play you? Oh, wow. That's a good one. Um, Josh Lucas. And on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you about life right now? I would say a 9.5. Yeah. Nice. Well, you'll be excited to hear we are done with the lightning round. Wow. And we are moving on. Oh, awesome. Great. <laughs> so, Tim. Yeah. This is our last segment. This is the segment uh, where I ask you the 10 questions that James Lipton asks at the end of Inside the Actors Studio. Cool. Let me get my Lipton on. All right. <laughs> Tim. What is your favorite word? Propensity. What is your least favorite word? Regurgitation. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Uh, laughter. What turns you off? Uh, negative energy. 
What is your favorite curse word? Fuck nut. What sound or noise do you love? <laughs> the uh, very sweet sound of a kitten meowing. What sound or noise do you hate? A car horn honking excessively. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, being an attorney. What profession would you not like to do? Uh, a surgeon. And finally, Tim, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Thanks for making me laugh. Well, Tim, thanks for making me laugh. <laughs> thanks for coming out. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Of course. Yeah. Thanks. Great. Right. This was fun. Yay.